Welcome to the Simply Cosmopolitan podcast. We're your hosts, Ingrid and Isabella, and we're here to talk all things sisterhood, studying, self-care, and style. So grab your favorite coffee order and let's get into it. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Simply Cosmopolitan podcast. I am in London. This officially has been a week. Today is Sunday. We're recording this on Sunday 16th. It has been so far incredible, touring different places, taking class, taking classes from amazing professors, just expanding my knowledge in global health, in global health policy, in the history of global health, and meeting people from all over the world. Oftentimes, I'm like the only American in the room, and just so much more. So that's what we're going to get into this episode. It's going to be a little like sister interview Ingrid interviewing me for this week honestly it's been very hard for Isabel and I to talk during the week because obviously the time difference like right now in mm. Austin it's five o'clock and in London what time is it 11 it's 11 <laughs> so it's a different and not just that Isabel has a busy day you are in class and then yeah. you're doing stuff with your friends so then by the time that we get to talk we only have like maybe like 10 minutes either that or like I stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning talking to you <laughs> No, it's funny because no, I've though stayed up a lot, like until 2am talking to you. It We'll, we'll get into all of it because there has been events, there has been waking up at 3.45am in my books. Yes. There has been a lot of just stuff that's gone on, but you know what? It makes the trip that much more special. Yes, exactly. Okay. So like you mentioned previously, you arrived to London last Saturday. So how is that experience when you arrived, because you went straight to the London School of Economics. Yes. So I arrived around like 10 a.m. Luckily, we planned out with my parents that I would have a driver pick me up. I think that just makes it a lot easier, especially since I'm traveling by myself. And so that was really like a smooth transition. The driver picked me up and it drove me straight to the dormitory that I'm staying in that is owned, operated, etc. by London School of Economics. And so I dropped my bags off there and I had to check in before 1 p.m. So by the time I got there, I had to just drop my bags off and immediately go to the main campus to check in, go on a little tour. So it was very like boom, 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 you know, like dropped the bags, went to the campus, which is only like 10 minutes away from my dorm, which is really good. It's one of the closest dormitories to start meeting people already and got a tour of the campus. And it was so cool like just hearing about the different things on campus, one of the buildings, I don't have the name of the building off the top of my head right now, but in the tour, they were saying, well, this is where the women's suffragette movement started. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. I know, just casually like, yep, that's where it started. (laughs) And just history, things like that, where it's, you're like, oh, okay, (laughs) you know? And it was just so cool. And one thing that really shocked me is that there really is a campus you know, since this is a big city, it's London, you know, I really didn't think that it was actually going to be like a campus feel. Mm -hmm. But no, it 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 feels like a campus, you know, obviously, like smaller than like, say, Rice or UT Austin, you know, but they're a really big campus feel little roads in between the buildings and just all the buildings are in the exact same area. And so it's just campus like feeling that I was just not expecting at all. You know, I always expected to just be like buildings in the city. So I know in last episode, you shared with everyone what course you're doing out in London School of Economics, but maybe you can just like share with us again what the course is. And now with your week experience, how has it been this past week? So the course is in global health development. 
science, politics, and development. So really, we've been looking at global health and the politics of global health in low and middle income countries, and then looking at policy and social theory with the evidence out there and looking at research articles, looking at non-communicable diseases and communicable diseases and the best way to solve them. And kind of what is the politics behind solving these diseases? Because you really don't realize that global health is very political. You know, I think with COVID, we obviously like have seen that, but it's really interesting learning not just about the COVID aspect, but just how global health has always been very political. And we're just looking at also the main determinants of health and how they relate to development of nations and how those policies are created to improve health and development, barriers to implementing policies, and then ways of like overcoming these barriers. And so it has been so interesting. Later on in the course, we're going to be looking also at the pharmaceutical industry and donors and healthcare coverage and healthcare policy. So, so far, it's been so informative just to learn about all these different things. And a lot of like the global health history that I think is so important to have a good foundation of. It's a long day of classes. It starts at 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. of just straight lecture. And then one to two with lunch break. And then two to 3.30, I have like a seminar. It's basically like, like, like a discussion-based part of the class where your class is kind of broken down into smaller groups. And you just kind of discuss topics. The last class, we had like a little bit of a debate slash presentation where Mm -hmm. we kind of have to argue about one side versus the other. And those discussions have been so informative. You know, at first I was like, "Hmm, I wonder how these discussions are going to be. You know, obviously I'm still a student, so I don't know how much I could offer to the table, you know, and and everyone else. But no, it's really interesting hearing from everyone, mainly because everyone's from a different country. That I think is really interesting because I'm often speaking about the US and then I'm hearing about other people from different countries. I like I didn't realize how useful those discussions mm-hmm. would be, you know? Oh, that's incredible. And I think what's so important also is that now you're learning about the politics behind it, actually how to solve diseases more from a, the global perspective leadership lens, which is yeah. so cool. No, I agree. I mean, my major health sciences does have a little bit of that like public policy lens Mm, in addition to like the pre-med classes. But this course I think is so interesting because it really gives me that like international perspective that I haven't had yet, you know, Mm -hmm. and that has been just so cool. And I didn't realize how interesting having the international perspective would be. Have you noticed a difference in the way that the professors teach at LSE versus like at Rice or your experience in the United States? You know, I don't, nothing that comes off the top of my head. I just, I just think it's a really interesting way to like think in terms of, you know, studying at Rice in the United States, it's kind of like the world revolves around the U.S. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in many ways it does. Obviously the U.S. is such a big like powerhouse of a nation, but it's just so interesting that just to not have the U.S. as a center assumed. Like I just never, you never think of this, but like, it just like assumed that the U.S. is like the center of like the world almost. Right. You know what I mean? But like not being, not studying there is like, it, it's like different. I don't know. It's just like, it's a really interesting, like different perspective that like, it's really hard. I never would have imagined, but like in a good way, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And especially with healthcare, because the healthcare systems mm-hmm. are so different in the U.S. versus even in the U.K. with the NHS and also in other countries as yeah. well. No, and it's actually so interesting. You know, we're obviously going to get into like more of the fun topics. Yeah, sorry. This is also just interesting. so much to spill. No, don't worry. But no, it's so interesting because on the way to class, like we get in like interesting discussions, like just like where we're talking about like 
our different countries, you know, in such like a fun way. You know what I mean? Like one time I was talking or we're talking about, you know, like the medical field in different countries, you know, because it's obviously based off healthcare, but kind of more focused on like the physician's point of view. And then I was talking with another person from, I believe it was Denmark and just like all these different conversations and we're all like so interested in that. So we'd go in really in depth and just like, not even like during class, just like between classes. It was, I don't know. It was just, it was just really interesting. And like, we all really enjoyed the conversations. And I feel like it's like almost like the ads that you see, like yes. classes that never happens. But like, yeah. I was like sitting there, I'm like, wait, like this is like, it's true. <laughs> Well, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to also hear, we'll do this like interview situation also at the end of your course as well to get your like a final like experience and your, your thoughts on different ideas that you've just thought about could be solved to bring them to the U.S. So let me get into that another future episode. But other than that, how have you been managing? Uh, one more question, more about the course before we get into another topic. What are the other students that are in your course? Are they also going to be into the healthcare field or what, yeah. what are your goals? There's really a mix of everyone. You know, I think it's so interesting. In my class, there's a medical doctor. He oh, wow. graduated med- med- he graduated medical school a few years ago. And I think now he wants to go into the politics side of like healthcare. And so he's taking this class. And there's an MPH student. There is a lady who works at the UN. There is um, a lady who works in consulting. And now she wants to go kind of into pharmaceutical consulting. So there really is, like, it's not just students. Obviously, it's mainly students, undergraduate students. But really, it makes it everyone, which makes it so fun. Oh, that's but awesome. no, really, I think I'm, there's only, like, one or two people that are, like, pre-med, I, I believe. But a lot of, like, pre-law and just other people some business actually just a good a really just like a wide range of mix of people well I think it's also just so cool to be learning about the politics behind global health with a mix of students that aren't necessarily pre-med you know it's another perspective which I think is so cool yeah no that is very interesting okay so now to get into another little topic is how are you balancing now this academic load while also trying to explore London and do things with your friends? So I think just like really focusing in class, you know, I think that's really like, because the classes are very interesting. And I think it's very, like the first day you're kind of, I was like, oh, okay, class. And then I really sat back and thought, I'm like, no, like, you know, like I chose to be here, you know? And so I'm really going to treat it more of like, like a conference, like a global health conference, you know, and really take this information and, it can be so valuable for my future career, for my academic career, for all of that, you know? It's such great information that we're learning that can just set the foundation for whatever you wanna do. So I'm kind of like treating it now like like a global health conference that I'm a part of. And just like that perspective switch has been like really helpful with like managing like assignments and, you know, lectures and stuff. Because if not, it can be kind of tiring because mm-hmm. it's a long day of classes. It's really 10 to 3.30, which is like, like a school day, like a high school school day. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. And then after classes, I'll, you know, I really just do different things around London with different friends that I meet, which has been really fun because I do really want to just make the most of my time. My goal is to spend the least amount of time in my dorm. One, because the dorms are pretty small because it's, a, you're, you are in London, a big city, but two, it's like, you know, I'm not here just to sit in my dorm. I'm here to just explore do as many things as possible. So that has been really fun, which we'll get into that actually. 
but yes. for some things, it's been a lifesaver but during my time in London and anyone who is coming to London or I don't know about the rest of England but I'm pretty sure other places in England have it the Pret coffee subscription this subscription I want to preach from the mountaintops about how amazing this coffee subscription is like I just don't know how like I can share my love for Pret I'm just like I don't understand I spent oftentimes just like thinking about how they do this subscription because basically it is 30 pounds for unlimited coffee for a month and not just like oh black coffee no it's five beverages any beverage so you can I have matcha lattes I have iced lattes hot lattes um chai tea lattes like so many different options you can get maximum five a day 10% Mm -hmm. off also all the food items and guess what for the first month it's only 15 pounds seriously wow that's incredible it is insane sometimes I spend my time just thinking about like I just don't understand how like they're making money (laughs) like because I'm just like it's literally my coffee shop I go there every single day like multiple times a day obviously and they also have an amazing vegan cookie by the way it's like dark chocolate and almond butter oh my god it's so good literally I'm just obsessed with Pret like I just I just can't like I had to stop talking about it because I can go on and on and on oh my gosh wait I love that hopefully I I think I searched it up but hopefully there's a Pret in Oxford pretty sure I know, it up. and I think there's like three different is, locations so it is so amazing well talking Anyways. about Oxford I was just gonna share a little synopsis on my uh, progress towards Oxford <laughs> um I was able to finalize my housing situation for Oxford so I was so so happy because that, that was in like the back of my mind I was like oh my goodness if I can't get the room that I want I was just gonna be really worried about it and so I got the room I wanted with the bathroom inside of the room so just so grateful and happy about that oh perfect no I know I'm so glad I know that was like kind of we were like oh gosh I really hope you get housing I know I was <laughs> like, like oh gosh. I know okay so back to spilling the tea about London well speaking of tea I did go to tea today but that's we have a week to get through so I'm gonna try to think of like the highlights so I guess I'll just go by like areas I've been to, if that makes sense, because I often yeah. like go to different areas at the same time. So my dorm is like very close to Covent Garden. So I have spent a lot of time there. It's not like an ideal place because it is a little touristy, but over the week and like at certain times it's not. And there actually is like some good spots there. I went to the Odd Muse pop-up actually. We went to it over oh, spring break, but I had to go back because I wanted to get the really cute like wrap dress. It's like the, it's similar to the jump, like the jumpsuit that you have, but just like the dress, it's just so cute. Uh, I just like bought it. I didn't even try it on, but I know it's going to fit. I'm like so excited. I think I'm going to wear it to like some event that we had this week. Hopefully the weather permits. It's actually been very cold. Like, and the wind has been insane, insane. One day it actually felt just like San Francisco. Seriously? Oh my gosh. Yeah, Yeah, literally. And then like the location I was in, I was like, wait, like, I feel like I'm literally in San Francisco. It was so funny. But yeah, so Covent Garden, and there's also Wimbledon's going on right now. There's like little like pop-ups like Wimbledon like watch parties and just like the cutest stuff. So that's like Covent Garden area. There's like really good little shopping. It's actually this little jewelry store that is so cute. It's all handmade jewelry. It's called E&E. And I got really cute rings that are stainless steel that I absolutely love. 
and actually this morning I got my nails done in the Covent Garden area I went to this nail salon called let me try to remember what it was called let me look at my photos to see what this nail salon was called it was so cute they have a little coffee bar and they like do little parties it is just the absolute cutest okay the nail salon is called London Grace it's in Covent Garden they literally have the cutest little coffee bar it's just like if you need to get your nails done in the area so good also it turned out amazing the I just like walked in I was like one of like the, I was like the first client probably of the day today because I like have this thing that like I wake up super early like even when I'm tired like when I'm not at home I wake up so early and I can't fall back asleep so I just like was like, okay, so I'm lucky and so Ingrid it was so good the lady was so nice she's like oh my gosh you have the best nails like she was so sweet literally she's like I was like oh my god my nails look so good and she's like no it's all your nails like it's like oh, it's, it's so it's nice the best nails. and like she like just like filed them like so good and like she just did such an amazing job it looks amazing Dude, it looks so good I saw a photo and they look so good I know it looks like I'm just like obsessed and like the place is literally so cute so highly recommend if you need to get your nose done in in London okay so that is Covent Garden area there's Paul's all over and oh have- I love Paul's obsessed with Paul's I know actually yesterday like I said since I wake up super early and like I can't, like I have to just like get up I had to run some errands so I got a pret coffee and then I was like I oh, wait I want a vegan croissant so I went on like a little solo date to Paul's and got a vegan croissant and just had myself a little morning before all the activities and it was so fun and just oh my god the vegan croissant there is to die for I know a lot of like people who are vegan and vegetarian here and I told them about it and they were like shook <laughs> so so for lunch since I only have an hour break in between my lecture and seminar I mainly go to lunches in the area so sometimes I go to Pret, but another place that I went to that was so good it's called Coco di, di Mama. It's an Italian to-go restaurant. So you walk in and you order yes. pasta from like this little like, it's like a computer, right? Like you just order on there and they have gluten-free pasta with like vegan options. Oh my gosh. It is so, it's like, it's pasta to go basically in this little box. And oh, then you pick so your good. Coffee. So good. You're we making me it. hungry. Like literally I'm starving already. And now I'm like <laughs> even more hungry. I'm like, should I order pasta? <laughs> We got it on a cold, rainy day, and it had this, like, gluten-free vegan pesto pasta. So good. It's it's so good. It's Well, I know that you also went to Harrods, right, the other day? Yes. And Selfridges. Yes. Also kind of compare the two and maybe which one you prefer better. Yeah. So it's actually interesting because they're very similar in terms of brands. You know, both have very nice luxury brands. You know, I was in Selfridges the other day, and they actually – they had an air mace inside in Selfridges actually and I don't believe even Harris actually might too but they both have their like all types of stuff very high-end luxury but it's interesting because Harris is actually more elevated although they have the same brands Harris is just a little more elevated although it gets crowded a little less crowded and a little just more like upscale Herod's right it's like the vibe of Herod's yeah but yeah. Selfridges has the same brands which is really interesting I think mm-hmm. you know but Selfridges it's on Oxford Street so it's a lot more like touristy whereas although Herod's is touristy it's in the neighborhood of Knightsbridge which is a Gorgeous. lot more up- yeah it's just a more like upscale neighborhood as opposed to Oxford Street which is like I feel like it's like the Times Square 
of London, mm-hmm. you know. So Selfridges, I went actually yesterday, so Saturday, so it was very crowded. And oh my gosh, Ingrid, I told you already, they had a Chanel nail bar. Incredible. I was going to book an appointment, but I was like, oh, okay, I'll just call and book an appointment. Of course, when I call, everything is booked. So <laughs> I, I could have gotten an appointment at the store. But by the time I came home and tried to call, it was completely booked. So I am mad at myself for that, but it's okay because the nail place I went to was good today. But Selfridges has like a Selfridges? lot. Like, it's oh, really wow. interesting. They have a lot of stuff. They actually, Selfridges has a theater and they have the Barbie movie there. So if you want to go. Oh my God, that's so cool. I know. It premieres, I think. It's the like 21st. Yeah. So we they have a really nice theater. I was walking the other day. I had no idea what was going on. We're just like walking through and we had to pass through there. And we're like, oh my God, like what's going on? Like a lot of people here, like must be something interesting. And everyone's like wearing pink, of course. And we're like, oh my God, it's a Barbie premiere. But the line was like closed. Like there was no way to get tickets or anything. And like they build like really, really high walls. So you, you can't look at all. Inside, so you didn't, you, know? you didn't see Margot Robbie or did you? I did not see anyone, unfortunately. I know, I know. I wish I would have known about that, but didn't see anyone. But you know, it's cool to walk by. Absolutely obsessed with Harrods. Like I said, it's in Knightsbridge. Knightsbridge area is absolutely gorgeous. I... If I could spend all the time there, I would. I love it. Just such great stores. And just in Harrods is just like my dream Christmas, like just like present in a bow. Like it's, it's just huge. So and it's just like, I it's feel like everywhere you turn, it, there's always something new and they have like Disneyland. the coolest things inside. Yeah. It's Disneyland. It's Disneyland. It, it is literally Disneyland. There's like, you can just take any escalator and you're get transported to a whole new world. It's insane. You know, and so we got there actually kind of like bef- like 30 minutes, 45 minutes before it was going to close. So we didn't have like that much time, but not to worry. We are going back. Reservations at the Prada Cafe. We got some cupcakes there and they have vegan cupcakes. So what are some other hotspots that you've been to that yes. you've enjoyed? Yes. So I went to the Borough Market yesterday. And it is, like, known, most famous for, like, the strawberries with chocolate. You know, you see that all over Instagram. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't get the strawberries and chocolate, but I do think the market is really cute. The market itself gets super crowded. It's mainly just food. But next to the market, there's this, like, little street with different restaurants. So good. I went to this restaurant called Brother Marcus, and we had, like, brunch there. It was so fun and just, like, the cutest thing. It reminded me of when I love Hamley's. Yes. Hamley's is a toy store, and it's, like... If any of you ever went to New York back in like 2010 or before then, the Toys R Us in New York City was incredible. Remember, it had a Ferris wheel in the inside and had all these like, even had like a Barbie dream home and had all these like really cool oh, like yeah. toys that like came to life. And I feel like that's how Hamley's is. Oh, it so is. And I saw like the teddy bears that we got when we were really little you know yeah. when we went for Christmas and honestly I was talking with mommy and we're like maybe I'll get one you know because it's just like such great memories yeah and they're just like they're like the cutest teddy bears it's like an iconic teddy bear and then for the main event of the week today I went to tea at Fortnum and Mason oh, I love Fortnum and Mason like literally like I don't know how to describe it but it's just like the perfect place like yeah yes no totally so I played hostess today because (laughs) because basically I had been planning with a couple girls 
in my program we all wanted to get a tea and so I really just like took charge of planning this event and coordinating with Fort Edmund Mason because it was like a, such a large group it was about 14 girls we wanted to all be able to sit together right so we reserved a private room the tasting room and it is inside the Diamond Jubilee Tea Room but it was in its own little room so we had a private room with windows great lighting a big huge round table that we could all sit around and all chat and so that was absolutely so fun I absolutely love my outfit my outfit was giving like Meredith Blake vibes at least I personally feel like it was it was like just a simple black dress a little white tweed jacket my tote and some ballet flats so absolutely had so much fun and I had the dairy-free tea, which is so nice that they can accommodate for that, like with the food. Oh, and that's was, awesome that they have that. Yeah. The food in grid. Mm, I know. Amazing. The sandwiches, just to die for. They had like this like trout sandwich, which sounds like weird. So good. And even a roast. Meredith Blake doesn't like trout. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got me there. <laughs> okay, they called it a trout sandwich, but if I can be honest, it tasted like smoked salmon. Okay. So like, I'm no, I know, I know. Don't worry, I'm saying it sounds delicious. I'm just saying. No, I know, but it actually tasted just like smoked salmon. Anyways, also a roast beef sandwich. I know that's like so unlike me. Like I normally don't eat red meat, but Ingrid, this was so good. It was so good. So that and then you're literally making me so hungry right now. Like Ingrid, the scones, amazing, absolutely amazing i'm just obsessed and the desserts amazing like everything was just like so, so okay question what, what what tea did you choose from the coronation tea oh, i love the coronation the tea classic tea and they gave me some oat milk to have it with it's just everything was just like top notch with this tea and we're all like just taking a bunch of photos just having the best time ever it was like a real life tea party honestly oh it was like the ultimate girls tea party it was just like the tea party of all of our dreams we're all saying like this is like our dream like you know what I mean like it is like every little girl's like dream tea party just happened you know so that was absolutely so fun the lady who was like our server but she really like just was helping us like coordinate this event and just make sure everything went off without a hitch was just so nice and just so helpful and it was great. As the hostess, it was a little ah. stressful at times, just making sure that everyone was able to come and just planning out to make sure it went without a hitch. But it, you know, it really did. And I'm just so happy that everyone had such a great time because, you know, it can be a little stressful planning out such a big event with so many people, you know? Oh my goodness. I know. All the week. Can yeah. you hear boy? Right I now. actually did hear him. Oh. Just one time, but makes me happy I think it makes everyone happy to hear him (laughs) um so if you're going to London go to tea at the Diamond Jubilee Tea Room you know Fort Mason is such an amazing job and just such an iconic spot I'm planning to go um sometime probably next weekend to Notting Hill oh my goodness yes yeah and Obviously, Mayfair, I can just, like, walk to Mayfair any day, so I'll just probably go sometime this week. Wimbledon's going on, right? So, today was the last day of Wimbledon, yay to the winners, and Saturday was second to last day, so women's finals, men's semifinals. So, I know a bunch of girls who were going to Wimbledon 
went to Wimbledon and got tickets for Thursday and Friday. So basically, Wimbledon, like, they sell their tickets out, like, super early in advance. But they had this thing. It's known. It's what Wimbledon's famous for is their queue. In their queue, you get to the queue early. Some people camp out at night. And that's a way you can get tickets. They're available tickets day of that most, most of the time, like I said, they're sold out months and months and months in advance. So I know some girls who successfully went to the queue. They woke up at 3.45 a.m., took a taxi there, got to the queue at 4.45, and successfully got Port One second row Wimbledon tickets. Oh my and god, so that's awesome. I was inspired by that, and I was like, you're only in London once during Wimbledon. So along with two girls, we decided to embark and try to go in the queue Saturday morning. So... Nice and early, 3.45 a.m., we wake up, we meet at 4 4 a.m., we get a taxi, luckily, within, like, a minute or two, which is, you know, funny, because I felt like it'd be hard to get to that time. 1 a.m., really? I know, it was, like, this, it was great, so, like, 30, 40-minute taxi ride over Wimbledon, he dropped us off at the wrong location, of course, so we have to walk about 15 minutes to get there, but actually, it was very interesting, at 4 a.m., it's very light in London. Yeah, no, I know. Isabella FaceTimed me because it was funny because the time Isabella went to bed and the time that she woke up, like I was going to bed when she was already like over there at like Wimbledon. FaceTime you and I'm like, Isabella, like, like, I want to make sure like you're okay. You know, like not that you're just like standing there like in the pitch black dark. And as she FaceTimed me, it was light outside. I know it, it was looking like, like, like 6 p.m. kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. that, like that sort of light outside. Anyway, so yeah, very light. So we make our way. Oh, by the way, it's very windy and very cold. Un- unprecedented, if you can say. The security card, you know, casually tells us, oh, the queue's, the queue's closed for today. The queue's closed for today. It wasn't supposed to be closed. They just tweeted the night before around 11 p.m. that the queue would be closed for the day. Likely due, I think it was because of, like, wind, like, wind precautions. So the queue was closed for Saturday and Sunday. Of course, I don't have a Twitter. Why would I have looked at the Twitter? That's so, so annoying. There's about 10 other, or like 15 other people there. And they're just like sitting there. And so we're like, hmm. And they're like, well, maybe we're able to get ground tickets. So we make our way to other people. And we wait there for about like 15 minutes. Again, very windy. And the security guard again tells us, actually, nope. All the tickets have been sold. We are, there are no tickets. The only chance you have of getting a ticket is if someone sells you their ticket once they leave, which is around 5 p.m. And as yeah, that's so annoying. It's, it's for like it's like five a.m. before five a.m. So so yeah, no, right? <laughs> At least it's a so, story, an experience. So I had spent forty five pounds right on my ta- on the taxi there, and we're like, okay, time to do the exact same thing and go back to the dorm. But it was funny because at that point I was like, I'm not even tired. Like it is four a.m., but like I wish like I could just like start my day. But we make our way back to the dorm, and I fall asleep of course immediately because <laughs> I was tired and I wore my nap dress and so I did take I did in fact take a nap in my nap dress and let's just say it is a very nappable dress so cheers to the nap dress <laughs> the nap dress is just a perfect dress to wear to any occasion so that was my trial and story of attempting to get Wimbledon tickets you know not was not successful but it was fine I woke up around like 8 30 and then had a great day yesterday definitely a story forever that you can share and just like a funny story you can laugh at so yeah. I know it's late for you over there so let's try to yeah. wrap this up 
But any any last words you want to share with us? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying the stories on Simply Cosmopolitan Stories because basically every night I'll just like once I'm finally done with the day, I'll lay in bed and just like try to put everything on the stories, which has been really fun. I love documenting stuff on stories. It's like also so like fun. you know. <laughs> exactly. So Stay tuned with that. And I'm going to post more like photos on Simply. I've Mm -hmm. been doing some reels, but I just honestly, it's been so hard to find the time. I feel like I'm so like busy. Well, no worries at all. I did want to share with everyone that. So last night I had a friend come over and she surprised me by baking a dairy-free gluten-free cake. And it was Erewhon inspired. So it was like this chocolate cake. It was absolutely delicious. Like, fabulous so good my parents loved it her parents loved it and I so I got the recipe so I am going to be trying to bake this myself and I if it turns out good I am definitely going to share the recipe with you all so we can all have it because it's mouth-watering so good so just leaving you with that because I needed to share Isabella shared so much about her tea experience and how a mouth watering that food was. Well, this cake was too. And this is something we can bake right at home. <laughs> so anyways, I hope you all enjoyed this wonderful episode. We'll be back again next week. And if you are enjoying the Simply Cosmopolitan podcast and all of our episodes, please make sure that you subscribe to our podcast. And if you can give us a rating, five-star review would be absolutely wonderful and you can give us a comment if you want as well talk a little bit about why you like the podcast they're anonymous and we love to read those as well follow us on some of the podcast instagram send us a dm about what you liked about this episode i love to hear from you guys i love to hear when you guys are listening it's so fun whether you're getting ready in the morning going to bed i don't know whatever, whatever you're doing well i hope that you have a wonderful start to your week And catch us back here next Monday for another wonderful Simply Cosmopolitan episode.